Hey, hey, welcome to the Feminine Marketing Show. I'm your host, Hannah Hermanson, copywriter, creator of the Feminine Marketing Funnel and expert vacationer. I'm here to give you the lowdown on everything I've learned about building multiple six-figure businesses in a feel-good feminine way. So if you've been wondering, isn't there a better way to play this whole business strategy game? You are in the right place. Every week, I'll be here with my best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can grow your business with ease, integrity, and so much joy. You can always pop over to www.dfycopywriting.org to learn more about me, my team, and the work that we do at Done For You Marketing. Now, let's get to the show. Dear Hannah, do I need to pay for ads or can my marketing collateral be organic? And my response to that is, can this be a 30-second podcast episode where I answer by saying, no, you do not need to pay for ads. Yes, all your marketing can be organic. No? You want more? Okay, okay, I got more. (laughs) But that is the real truth of it. I am someone who has run ads. I've gotten clients from ads, and I've kind of sworn off of them. Um, And I'm happy to tell you why today. So this idea of ads is very attractive to coaches because it's this idea of like set it and forget it. And people can be joining your email list while you're on the beach. And yeah, that is really attractive. And it was attractive for me at one point in the business. So I personally have experience in running ads on Meta, Facebook and Instagram and Google. And there are so many places you can run ads like Yelp and even LinkedIn, you can run ads. Um, But like I said, I want to be in integrity and tell you about my experience in my own business with Meta and Google ads, and then what I'm seeing with our clients and in the coaching industry these days. So my experience with Facebook and Instagram ads was a few years ago. So as you know, the algorithm is always changing and kind of feels like it was a different world when I was running ads. Um, But I still have like nightmares about going into... um, what was it, the business manager and figuring out targeting and figuring out different images to test. And that might be surprising to you as someone who loves marketing and is willing to test things and thinks about target marketing so much. But it's a very like clunky and just like heavy and hard experience, first and foremost, uh, for me, for someone who's creative and likes to think about relationships and real human connection. Um, ads had a very different feeling even in just setting them up or learning how to run them. Now, I will tell you, I never managed my own ads campaigns. I always hired someone else who was more in the know, who liked tech more, who was willing to figure out pixels and um, click-through rates and data and all of that. I, I delegated that absolutely to someone who had more expertise with that. And it was interesting to test things out and see what was working but it was also very expensive. And you got to put money in the machine to get results and start to test and start to see that data. And so for me, it was something I committed to for about a year and a half. 
and it was very expensive. Of course, you can set budgets and say, you know, this is my daily spending limit. And we all have marketing budgets. But to spend that much money just to test and experiment didn't feel worth it to me in the hindsight, right? So um, what we did find working really well on Facebook was to take a very like organic approach to ads by first sending a general ad out to something small and free. And for us, that was a blog. So we were sending people to read the blog and that got them into our world. That got them to know my name, to see the website. And some people could take other actions on the website. Like at the time I had my dream life is real life ebook and we had the podcast and there's lots of things that they could go and do. But it was kind of just like casting this wide net. Okay, people see Hannah Hermanson. Then we created a retarget ad. And this is really where we would start to get action, engagement, people getting on the email list because we wanted people to get that initial exposure. Great, you saw the blog post. Then for people who engaged with that ad, we did a retargeting ad where we basically asked for their email and we tested lots of things. Um, the thing that worked best was a free training, like a webinar situation but we tested things like applying, like directly submitting a form. And we tested things like joining a five-day challenge. And again, all of this is testing and building and putting money into the machine. And so after about a year and a half of running ads to the blog and then retargeting to a webinar, I think it was something like the five daily habits to 5X your personal brand. So we were running at the time. And I got lots of new people on the email list. I got, I think, up to 1,500 people on the email list by running ads um, and about five clients. So you can see how much volume. It took a lot of volume to get people to read the blog post. And then it took hundreds of people going through the webinar to get five clients. And at the end of the day, it cost way more <laughs> to run those ads than what the revenue was generated from those clients. And so it was a huge energy leak. I was in debt because of the Facebook ads. And it was just like a holy hell no. After a year and a half of doing that, needing to restore funds and really figure out new ways to generate leads because that took all of not just my financial capital, but all of my energy building these things and testing these things and landing pages and pixels and whew, my heart starts to race and my shoulders start to feel heavy uh, just thinking about that era again. The other thing, the other place where I personally um, have run ads is in Google. And Google is actually really awesome if you have a robust website set up and a specific location that you are working with people in. So I ran Google ads again to the blog and to the podcast just to start helping us rank more for SEO. So this wasn't necessarily something like a quick freebie or lead magnet or thing that was going to get people to sign up and work with me. It was more just to, again, like build traffic. And I no longer run Google ads. I haven't for about four or five years, but doing some Google ads for about six months, I would say, did help just bring more traffic to the website. And then in addition to all the things we're doing for SEO, like 
blogging and building backlinks and being consistent and having the right messaging for our target market has really helped us see some really great website traffic. And all of that is great. And it can be healthy to just have volume, have people coming in, learning about your brand, gaining that exposure. But here's the deal, y'all. For those of us who have high ticket transformational programs where we want quality people to invest quality energy, it's harder (laughs) to meet people where they're at with an ad. Ads meet people on the couch, scrolling, numbing out, looking for a quick fix or oftentimes something free. And we don't necessarily ask to see the ads that we see. So it is more of this, you know, push marketing, getting in people's face, not necessarily having them looking for you. And so that's a very different relationship to foster through your marketing strategy, as opposed to poll marketing, which we do at Done For You Copywriting, which is about inviting people into your world, inviting people into your experience, falling in love with your personal brand because they're aligned, because they're looking, because they are your ideal client. And so I was very much in that like masculine hustle culture where I thought, just hit the numbers, run the ads. This is what everyone's saying. This is the sexy thing. This is so easy. Just put money in and watch the clients come out. And of course, along the way, I also had to learn how do you build a relationship? How do you nurture these leads? How do you follow up, right? And so I learned so much through ads. I'm always grateful in hindsight, (laughs) but truly, I'm always grateful for, you know, all the things that I've tested and tried in marketing because you learn so much and I am grateful, but I don't recommend it to really any of our clients anymore because you can do so much with relationship building and our feminine approach to calling in aligned, dreamy, ideal clients who are ready to invest. When might a coach consider running ads? Well, I mentioned it a little bit, but let's first look at Meta, Facebook and Instagram. What are some opportunities that could benefit, you know, what are some of the the strategies that could benefit from ads. And this is where you want to think about volume. So we've had some clients who have written books and ads can be really helpful to sell your book. Books are low ticket. They're easy for people to say yes to. And it's a great way to grow that brand awareness with some value behind it. And you'll want to make sure that you have a landing page so people have to exchange their email in order to get that ebook. And make sure that inside of your ebook, you have more ways for people to take action. So no more just writing books from a marketing perspective for the sake of, you know, getting your memoir into the world. But how can you also make sure that you have resources inside of your book so that as people are reading, they want to get more from you. They want to go to your website and download that guided meditation. They want to join your email list to get that template that you reference. So as on Facebook and Instagram to a book or to something less than $10. If you want to experiment and you have five grand laying around, go for it. You're going to need at least five grand to start doing something like this. And of course, you can budget for it and do that and get your book into more hearts and minds. And and that can be amazing for your brand awareness and for some book sales. You can also look at running ads on Amazon. 
So this is another place where you can put money in the machine to have them share your book with more people. Same tips apply inside of the book to make sure you either have QR codes or calls to action or links for people to continue moving into your world. And that's great for volume and exposure and testing, right? I also would encourage ads if you have a local establishment. So if you're seeing people in person at your wellness center, you could definitely benefit from running local ads to your website and starting to show up more when people are just like Googling and on Google Maps. So making sure that your business has a physical location with Google Maps and then putting money into Google Ads to have your location show up when people search for wellness services in Salt Lake City, for example. That's a place where you could start to see a lot more organic traffic. So if you have a book, if you have a physical location, I think that those are the top two times that I would encourage paying for and testing ads. Places that I see a lot of people want to run ads, that I discourage it, are around free challenges or free checklists or things like that. And again, when we're talking about quality and letting the algorithm just go out and say, free five-day challenge, free checklist, you are going to have volume, but it's not going to be the kind of quality that you want. I would rather see people investing their time and marketing money into team members who can help you build relationships, reach out on LinkedIn, knock on some doors, network, get on some podcasts, expand your email list. Those are going to be the ways that you get more qualified people to move into your marketing funnel. So that's my honest truth. Been there, tried it, and have some, you know, follow-up conversation that you just got from this. Um, But to answer your question, dear podcast listener, do I need to pay for ads? No, all your marketing can be organic and you are in the right place to continue learning all of the ways that we are juicing relationships, that we are pulling levers without investing money into other people's machines, (laughs) Um, but creating our own marketing strategies that feel good and that do call in those sole clients because we are aligned not because we are just hitting the numbers game and hoping that eventually a few right people fall into our laps. This is the feminine approach. And if you want our help in creating that marketing strategy that doesn't necessarily rely on ads or ask you to invest a bunch of money in just hoping and testing and working really hard to put things out there and see if people click on it and if they like you, okay, um, then we might be able to help. You know, you can go to dfycopywriting.org slash free, share information with us, and we'll put together a little audit and plan out a conversation to help you align your marketing efforts with your highest good. Okay, so after all that talk, you and I both know that action brings clarity. So here's what to do next. Go to www.dfycopywriting.org slash free to get your current marketing appraised by the done for you marketing team. That's us. (laughs) 
We want to help you lay all the puzzle pieces of your brand and business on the table so you can see exactly where you're totally on point with your messaging and where you need to zhuzh it up to get you even better results and more clients. And if you got a gem out of this episode specifically, please let us know. Screenshot, share to Instagram and tag Hannah Hermanson underscore and make sure all of your biz besties know about this episode. Lastly, if you're getting consistent value from our show, please take two minutes to leave us a review and let us know what you're loving and what you love to see more of. We love seeing you and we'll be back here next week with another episode.